Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AG Chase Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really, I hate to say that I enjoyed that conversation with Laurie Jackson. You certainly don't enjoy a conversation with a missionary, an independent missionary, who has chosen to stay in Ukraine to help families. Um, I, I, maybe I should say I'm honored. I'm honored to have the opportunity to speak to someone like her. And what she says about the people of Ukraine, I can't help but think about that's how we feel about each other in coastal Mississippi. I mean, these they, they love their country. They love their freedom. They're willing to fight for it. They're incredibly resilient. And what, how she describes what's in their heart and soul, it, it's, it, man, it's nothing less than touching. And I'm going to stay in touch with Laurie. I've actually reached out to a couple of other people who are in Ukraine, and hopefully we can have them on as well. I don't normally would go to someone in Ukraine for a show called Coast View, but Ukraine, we're all thinking about it, man. And the opportunity to develop relationships with people who were there so we can understand it from a coastal Mississippi perspective, I think it's important. Hey, without any further ado, let's move over to my next guest, which is my friend Mark Henderson. It's been a while since we've chatted. He's the co-founder of Mississippi's first brewery, Lazy Magnolia Brewing Company, but he also has a company called Log Linear Group. They, they design design uh, sophisticated radar systems and communications equipment. So he's a design engineer. He's an inventor. He has a bunch of patents. He um, He's an artist. He's very, very focused on the community, But and he's also a really dear friend. So anyway, how you doing, Mark? Uh, Ricky, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Happy that I can be here. Doing really, really yeah. well. Well, okay. So look, I mentioned to you when we were off the air, the opportunity to spend some time with people like Laura Jackson, who has chosen, she could have come on into Poland, but she's chosen to stay in Ukraine because there's just too many families to help. And she knows what it means. It means that it's just putting herself and those who she feels so close to uh, at risk. But, um, but I don't know a smart person and you're a really smart person who's not thinking about Ukraine. Um, What, what goes to your mind as when you think, about it these days then I'm, I'm really struggling with understanding how we get out um you know on one side you can appreciate russia going hey look we don't want uh nato on our border just like we don't want russia in cuba uh you know, we we had a big blow up about that uh, many many years ago um and so on one side you can kind of understand what would have instigated the conflict but on the other side, you got Ukrainians in a first world country now, right? They are they're they're experiencing democracy and freedom, and you can see them growing and really appreciating. Uh, a couple of years ago, I actually had the opportunity when we were uh, working on our new bottling line, uh, going to Lithuania to actually pick up our pasteurizer, and you know, huge piece of equipment. And you see the new Lithuania. I mean, they're also an Eastern Bloc country, right? You know, getting out of the sphere of influence of Russia, you know basically uh, adopting the euro several years ago and you know the young people now speak english whereas the old people speak russian and lithuanian right new people speak english and lithuania so i mean there's a there's this tidal change that's occurring over there and you know this is the last ditch effort of really what's a dictator trying to establish dominance and here's the reality you know him destroying ukraine and simply leveling it off at the ground serves the same purpose as if they had capitulated to him Right. The idea is to bring everybody else in line and everybody else looks at it and says, hey, look, they're just going to bulldoze us or we can capitulate. Then then he's achieved his end regardless. And I don't see a real clean path for us. 
Yeah, I saw I, I saw a Dave a, a Jake Tapper segment. I actually posted it on my Facebook. I'm not necessarily a big fan of his or CNNs these days. Although I used to used to think CNN was pretty darn good. They do cover big events like this, but because they're so far over the rails on other issues politically, it's hard to to listen to them w- with a credible mind. But Jake did a really good historical perspective on various president's view toward Russia over time. And, uh, you know, I mean, he didn't, I mean, listen, uh, starting with Bill Clinton and talking in great detail about about Barack Obama and, and all the way through Trump, uh, about these varying points of view, but the way they continue to excuse him for his various actions. And I, I don't think that that ever is going to happen again. I don't think that, that Putin will ever find his way back into the good graces of the international community. And, uh, you know, the role that China plays in all this is all so darn complicated. And, you know, I, had, I got a note from a friend of mine who's literally right now, as we speak, in Saudi Arabia at an, at an arms conference. And um, he said this, uh, they, that, that uh, Russia has lost three generals. They've lost secure communications. Um, they, ha- they now have nine different types of shoulder-fired fired weapons. And they're pouring in to there. You know that. And the number of, of uh, air, airplanes that they've been able to shoot down and certainly the, the number of tanks that they've been able to penetrate. Um, these guys, they're... Listen, we've all, we're at the beginning of this, and look, and they can try to bomb them into submission, but you're talking about a country the size of Texas, dude. Right. It's a big country, and you're you're a radar guy, you're a logistics guy. You know the way technology is is changing the game for this war versus some wars that maybe some approaches that maybe Putin played in the past. This is a different ball game, and this is going to drag on for a very very long time. Who blinks first? It's not going to be the Ukrainian. That's clear. No, they, they've gone all in. And you can see that from in, in every which way Zelensky is just doing, man, he, he is all in on it. And the Ukrainians are backing him up. And I don't think the Russians expected to have a fight. I thought they think they were going to be able to roll in and, and be welcomed. That's not the case. And I agree with you. This is going to be a, a long thing. I mean, and it's going to have an impact on us. Yeah. Right now we're looking at $4 a gallon gas. You know, our logistics are... I mean, crazy right now. Uh, a friend of mine posted the other day, it's like $4 a gallon gas. You know, that, that big old truck's not looking so attractive. And I was like, you know, I bought a, an electric car about four years ago. And it's uh, it cost me about a penny a mile to run, not 25 or 30 cents a mile. Well, Dave Dennis and I, from Dave is on specialty contractors. He used to work with the regional Federal Reserve. He stays very much in contact with what's happening. He's got a good view on sort of what the what the business situation is, aside from politics. He and I are going to talk more about this. But one of the things that is very clear is that when the Biden administration came in, they moved too fast to 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 put their energy. Uh, policy in place at a time when there was already so many, so so many challenges in the American economy. I mean, it's like you know this. It's like you running your business and having a bunch of challenges. The last thing you want to do is change another policy. It's going to give you more challenges. That's right. But because I guess I guess the people who were in here are so politically motivated to move toward a clean environment, they were just pushing so hard to do the things that they did that really affected America's ability to be energy independent. Dependent. And I say it's it's the biggest political 
political football there is in America or in the world today. But I don't say that politically. I just say just from a pure policy point of view, they made some big mistakes. And now Ukraine has put those mistakes on steroids. And I mean, they're going to have to change their policy, buddy. And what's here's the thing. Most Americans, whether you're Republican or Democrat, believe that we need to clean the environment up. They get it. They see what's happening with renewable energies and all that. That's a reality. You know that as good as anybody. Yep. But the fact is, the thing they don't understand is how will these changes, these policy changes, impact me personally? That's the incremental effect on my life. That's what most studies reveal. People don't understand what that is. Well, now they're getting an incremental understanding of what these policies are going to do to their everyday life vis-a-vis the price of gas. This is a big issue. And it's not going to go away anytime soon, and it's going to be interesting. Is you know, keep the, the Biden administration, you know, keeps. Oh, we're not going to do it. Okay, we'll do it. You know, then you know, how much are they willing to change so that we can have a viable, non-political conversation about energy independence? This is hard to watch. <laughs> There's not much to do but laugh at that. I mean, because you're absolutely right. Uh, you can't get in the way of today's success, uh, and I mean, you got to make these changes incrementally. They absolutely overreached. Uh, the goal is absolutely appropriate, right? We all want clean rivers and clean lakes and a and a gulf where we can all go fish and do those kinds of things. But you got to take time. And the other aspect of it is is those rapid changes like that give places like China and Russia an opportunity to create havoc. That you know we're coming out of a pandemic. This is not a wasted opportunity, right? You know, Russia and China are doing this at this moment in time very, very, for very, very specific reasons. And they're ganging up on the United States, and they know that they go, well, you know, if we can, if we can you know, hold back that energy component, if we can drive those prices up, the American public will they'll back down as well. And energy independence, that's a huge, huge deal. I think that's what they're hoping. You know, you know, that, that, you, know you would – I'd like to th- – Oh, and I don't like I don't I like to think any of this because I, I wish we weren't here. But um, I, I don't I'm not sure that Putin calculated all this. <laughs> He's why a lot of these reactions are probably, you know, maybe unintended consequences that he likes. You know, when as he sees sort of this debate that's happening in America. But man, think about it. We're having conversations with Venezuela. And Iran and Russia's an intermediary, intermediary in that, in that uh, renegotiation, and then Saudi yeah. Arabia. I mean, think about it. Why in the world are we even having these conversations? And the problem is, since it is political, it's harder to back down. That's yep. the problem with this. And most Americans, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, are going to see that and feel it every single day. And they're going to say, we got to fix this, man. I don't care if it's political. If there's a political solution to this, we're for it. And I don't, you know, that's Democrats and Republicans are going to say that. That's right. And this is not a political show. I mean, it's just the reality of the situation that most of us face here in coastal Mississippi now. Hey, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Mark Henderson. I want to know what the latest is in his brewery, what the latest is in Log Linear Group, and has he had a chance to do any art? Because he's also an artist. We'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have my friend Mark Henderson. He owns with his wife, uh, Lazy Magnolia Brewing Company. He also owns a company called Log Linear Group, and they do very sophisticated acoustics and radar systems and all that. Hey, one other question about Ukraine, and it really is not specific to Ukraine, but it, but obviously it's the question is centered around Ukraine just because of the moment. But to be someone who is a d- design engineer who deals with advanced radar systems and all of that, does it change the way you observe that war? I mean, how how does what, what, tell me about that. Um, all right. So, you know, what, what, is the, what does the war of the future look like, right? And at some point, I mean, we're seeing it in real time right here. One, you've got, you know, the communications infrastructure that exists today, uh, whether it be Starlink and Elon Musk, you know, shipping in Starlink satellites. You've got Twitter, right? I mean, the disinformation campaign that goes on in the background and how you have now boots on the ground and people being able to tweet out and in real time what's really going on. You know, you've got drones running around in the air that are doing, I mean, they're absolutely decimating, you know, convoys with drones that cost anywhere from like $1,000 up to, you know, a million dollars each. But I mean, when a million dollar drone can take out an entire tank convoy, Man, the, the I mean, you're you're watching war change and how it's really fought in real time right now. It's crazy. It is incredible. I said uh, I said on the communications side of this multiple times here on Koshu that that the one the big underestimation for Putin is that in the old days tyrants could control and he's certainly trying to control media, but with the internet and accessibility to information, people are being informed. And and one of the sort of dissenting voices in Russia pointed out the other day, millions of people in Russia know what's happening in Ukraine. They know it because they're getting the proper information about that. That is the game changer in this in this particular situation, and it will be interesting to see how that plays out. Okay, we're gonna shift gears for a second how's business for you how are, are you starting to settle back in after having to diversify and do all the crazy stuff you were doing then, during the pandemic is business improving for you yeah it is so i mean we actually had record volumes uh in the month of january um now we are struggling still on uh dealing with inflation so i mean everything that we use has gone up by 30 percent or more cardboard i mean the energy that goes into it uh we spent more on plastic wrap (laughs) of all things uh in the month of january than we spent in the preceding year on plastic wrap uh just for wrapping pallets and doing things like that um but we are seeing things change and we had a a good first friday here in march so for people who don't know you can always come out to the brewery the first friday of every month have a good time try something new we released uh I mean, we got all kinds of stuff going on all the time, right? So uh, brand new beers coming out um, and doing all those kinds of things. And people are starting to get back out. Uh, We're seeing Mm -hmm. people, you know, really kind of relax into a post-COVID world. And, you know, it's good to see. It's good to see people react that way. So what's going on in Log Linear Group these days? Um, So, I mean... Again, I mean, you're seeing all kinds of insane things going on there. We've got uh, some new companies that have come to the coast. I don't know if you've heard of Ocean Arrow. Right. Uh, and you worked with them when they were in San Diego. I did, and I'm doing some work for them now as well. 
Uh, for those who don't know, you can look up Ocean Arrow. Uh, they got a website that kind of walks through it. But uh, you know, we talked about drones showing up in the current conflict. Um, Ocean Arrow builds autonomous boats, uh, autonomous sailboats that can go out into the real world and collect real data and report that back. And you know, this is really, really good technology going on there. And I'm glad to, that I can help and be part of what's going on there as well. I mentioned, uh, you know, one of the, one of the, again going back to our first conversation in the early days of of uh, of um, of Kosiu, you, uh, you you were really a kind of a mathematics science guy, but you also an artist, and because of the influence your mother had on you, um, so you're a right brain, left brain kind of guy. Do you get a chance to? Have you been doing any any uh, any art lately? What what's your what's your what's that look like in your life? So, uh, no, um, I've got kids, um, and everybody that's out there in your audience that has kids will appreciate this. I've got 10 and a seven year old and, uh, they're really consuming, you know, as much of my time as they possibly can. Uh, it's kind of interesting is that, uh, you know, Leslie and I are both scientists. We're deeply engaged into the scientific component. She's a chemical engineer. I'm an electrical engineer. And uh, we spend more time actually working with our children with art than we do anything else. Isn't that cool, though? That's- it is, and it's and it's it's so critical. And I'm, I'm glad you brought up my mother. Uh, she actually passed away uh, almost exactly a year ago. We just passed the anniversary on Saturday. And you know, she was she was this kind of Renaissance woman. She was always doing something new and interesting, learning new things. And you know, to her, arts was a critical component. And uh, you know, we actually did a huge donation to the Hancock Arts Foundation here in Hancock County. And uh, they've taken a lot of her old, you know, just things that she had collected, you know, on the art world and have given them a new home and hopefully can incorporate them into ways to teach people and, and keep some of these old artisan techniques alive. Well, my, my, my wife, Ann, who you know, and I had the real pleasure of keeping our grandkids most days, uh, not every day, but most days, at least three days a week. And... Um, it's such a wonderful journey in our lives to have that opportunity to be able to spend time with them. So when I leave from this show, I'll, go, I'll leave the studio and I'll go out and kiss my grandchild. And uh, she's going to pick up the other one now from school. So it's a, it's you know it's part of part of living the opportunity to influence our kids and our kids' kids. Hey, listen, we got less than a, we got less than a half a minute left. I just want to say thank you for joining us. We could, we got to get together more often because when you and I chat. We never know where the conversation is going to go, and uh, we should get together more often. Absolutely, I always enjoy your conversation and love your audience. This is this is uh, this has been a special visit with Mark Henderson, and uh, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.